Welcome to Change Redefining Success, the podcast designed to inspire you and give you actionable information to enhance, up-level, reimagine, and reinvent your life and your livelihood. I'm your host, first-class life mentor and certified profiting from your passions coach, Kate Fessler. My guest today is Karen Duncan. Karen has been the owner of Peaks Cruises and Tours for 22 years. She specializes in a lot of things, vacation planning, group planning and management, romantic getaways, milestone travel planning, honeymoons and destination weddings, fundraising through travel, incentive and reward program development, seminars at sea, group leader and travel agent training. She's also a speaker on topics like vacation planning for any time and financial budget and becoming a happier you, the vacation connection. In 2016, Karen founded Adventures with Autism, Down Syndrome, and Epilepsy, a 501c3 to provide respite vacations for families with special needs. She was an adjunct professor of travel and tourism at Austin Community College on the board of directors for the Texas Travel Industry Association and a member of the Cruise Line International Association. Her agency is now an accredited agency with the International Air Transport Association. Karen has bachelor's in recreation and leisure studies from the University of North Texas and master's of science in recreation, sports, tourism management from the University of Illinois. Karen also is a certified travel counselor with the Travel Institute and destination specialist of many destinations all over the world. She's married to Mitchell and they have four children and one German shepherd. Welcome, Karen. Thank you. Thank you, Kate, for having me on. Let's start at the beginning. What initially drew you to the travel industry? Well, I was actually in the insurance industry for 10 years, and I became really kind of unhappy in that industry with all the changes and regulations that were going on. And so I went to a – I I was looking for something to do, and someone told me, they say – Find what you would do for free. If you can find something that you would wake up and do every morning, whether you got paid or not, um, that probably is something you're very passionate about, and that's probably the area you should go into. And I went back to looking at um, things that had influenced my life that really excited me, and two things popped up. One was when I was nine years old and took a train ride from Memphis to Montana with my mom, grandma, and a cousin. Mm. And then even in the insurance industry, as I was traveling as a sales manager, I loved hotels. I loved being in hotels and going to different places. And so it came down to travel. I wanted Mm -hmm. to travel. I could spend the rest of my life traveling and talking about traveling. And that's how it started. Well, that sounds like it was a very good choice for you because obviously, yes, you were very passionate about it. And 22 years later, you're still doing it. I'm still doing it. That's right. <laughs> so you so you started 22 years ago, as we said. So was the Internet a thing for the travel industry yet when you got started? No, um, it was not a thing when I first got started. That occurred somewhere around 2000 and 2001 is when the internet started really coming into play. And it was, I, I really have been fortunate in the fact that I've always done leisure study, uh, travel as opposed to corporate travel. Corporate travel is really heavy on airlines, you know, people booking airline tickets. 
Mm-hmm. And around that time, people were starting to book their airline tickets online. So it didn't really affect me much. What did start affecting me was people would call and get information from me, ideas, and then they may go book it on, on their own. Uh-huh. That started to, affect, it started to affect me quite a bit around 2000 and 2001, and then we had 9-11 in 2001, we had the war 2002, we had SARS and some other things that came up. And so things slowed down quite a bit for me at that point, but it never really went away. So mm-hmm. then I had to, I had to kind of learn, you know, figure out how I was going to, how I was going to do things. Um, because people would use me as a resource, but they wouldn't use me to actually book the travel. Which they doesn't really make any online. sense because it, we don't, you know, people don't have to pay the travel agent, right? You get your commission exactly. from the people that you book with. So what would be That's the exactly point right. of having you do, you know, sort of some of the work and then doing it yourself at the last mile? It doesn't make sense to me. But... Well, and I, I, think, I think at that point, everyone thought first you could get it cheaper if you did it online because that was beginning to be the the beginning of finding deals online. And a lot of people, you know, you look up places that you would like to visit and it becomes fun except it becomes kind of cumbersome especially right now. It wasn't so much in 2001. You didn't have nearly as many choices as you do now. Mm-hmm. But they thought it was a fun it was it was going to be fun to just do their own to do some get some information from me and then do the the rest of their research on their own and so they would try that. Ah, uh, well. Now it's the total opposite. Is <laughs> now it? Now it's, you know, yeah, because what what happens is people may decide, okay, I want to go to Croatia. They may look up Croatia, but how do we know what hotels to stay at because enough people have been burned by going to a hotel that looks pretty online and it just actually wasn't there or it didn't Uh didn't look quite as nice as it used to be. Uh Um, And then there are situations where there's just too, there's just too many choices for people to choose from. If I'm going to do a a family vacation, where do I start? What do, you know, how do we decide where we want to go and what's safe for us and what is something all of us would like to do in the family? So they're, they, they're coming back in droves. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. So yeah. when, all was, when all of this was happening, when like things were kind of slowing down and the industry was moving more to an online model and people were doing all this, did you ever consider changing careers again, maybe to a different industry? Oh, absolutely. In fact, um, I, ha- I, I have had other positions. Um, I went to work for Austin Community College uh, as an account executive in their continuing education department doing selling customized training for, co- for um, that department, working with industry professionals that needed training that the college could provide. And through that, I ended up teaching as an adjunct professor because they found out that I had a travel background and they were looking for an instructor with mm-hmm. my credentials. And so I ended up teaching there for 10 years on a part-time basis while I was also doing the account executive work and still I had my travel agency. When I started the travel agency, when I started at the college, I had actually decided I was going to close the agency down. 
And one of my students came to me who was a single mom who was in school. She needed some flexibility to do her internship, and she wanted to be a travel agent. And she asked if I would just teach her the business. Can can you use your agency to teach me the business? And so I ended up doing that and realized that most of my students were what we called um, non-traditional. They were adults that had degrees and other things that were going into the travel and leisure industry as a second career. Mm -hmm. And they needed the flexibility because they were working. And so I ended up keeping the agency around for them to do internships. And actually, four of my students ended up working for me for about seven years after that. So it kind of got me through the period, the the bumpy period of wanting to shut it down because I had some people that I could use it for training purposes. Mm-hmm. So it worked out. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You know, I'm a big advocate of multiple streams of income. I, I don't think we should have all of our eggs in one basket. Uh, right. And it sounds like you were helping people to do exactly that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. And and I never thought that I'd be teaching, but it was a great experience. It, it taught me a lot and brought me to the 21st century in terms of selling travel because I had people younger than myself that were teaching me, you know, more about the Internet, to be honest, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I came into this industry, I came into this century kicking and screaming, as my husband would say, because he's a techie. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I had to move forward and, and retool myself in a way to be able to continue, um, in this business in 2017. It makes a big difference now. Mm -hmm. So in 2016, you founded Adventures with Autism, Down Syndrome, and Epilepsy, which has a very long acronym, (laughs) A-W-A-D-A-E. Uh, it seems like a, a much, uh, oh, Awa Day. Okay, that's yeah. easier. Um, it seems like a much needed specialty. What led you to do that? Well, once again, I go back to my time teaching. I had a student in one of my classes that had a son with autism, and their final project for the class was to come up with an idea to do a group cruise. And she came up with the concept. Um, that Awa Day is built on, basically. And um, I told her after the class, it was like, Ashley, you know, I think this is a fabulous idea. I think you should bring this to fruition. And she said, the only way I'll do it is if you help me, if you mentor me. And so she was one of those four students that I had working with me for a while. She was an independent agent um, under her own name. And she started Adventures. It was Autism Adventure Travel. And we, my, my travel agency just provided the travel piece, the logistics of moving people from one place to another. And she had one client out of Houston that was an autism group. And we would take families on a cruise um, on scholarship. That's what their fundraising purposes were for. We take them on scholarship uh, on a cruise, and we would take specialists on board the ships with us. And by taking the specialists, the parents, we say our caregivers, got an opportunity to have some free time. If you you know anything about families with special needs children, you never get that time off that most families get. You can't have girlfriend getaways. You you don't get date nights. Depending on the severity of the specialty of that child, it's hard to find babysitters. And so we focus on the mental health of these 
these parents, basically, um, by affording them the opportunity to go on a cruise, do some workshops with other families and, and experts in their areas, and we provide group activities and just some downtime where they can do some relaxation. And I, I call it reconnecting, disconnecting to reconnect and rejuvenating yeah. and, and relaxing. Um, it's so important for your mental health to be able to have some of that time. So that's what it's all about. Well, that's wonderful. And also, and having the experts to care for their family yeah. members gives them that peace of mind that they don't have to Absolutely. be feeling guilty or or stressed mm-hmm. while they're out having their cocktail by the pool or whatever it is exactly. because they That's can just exactly sort of right. say, ah, oh, take a deep breath and it's all handled. And they probably, exactly you're right, don't right. get that in their everyday life. So that is amazing. That is a great, great thing. Yes, that, I, I'm, I'm, that's my, my baby right now. I feel like I'm giving birth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a feeling. I have a feeling it's going to get bigger too, because I, you know, oh, that so. is, uh, there are a lot of people who really need that. And that's, a, um, yeah. you know, I have a feeling it's going to be quite popular. I hope. So what is the advantage? We, t- we talked about some of the, you know, that people are coming back uh, in droves to travel mm-hmm. agents. What's the advantage to people of using a travel agent instead of one of the online options. You touched on a few of them, but but how is it a better experience for people? Well, the biggest thing right now is, is because there are so many options. You become inundated with information when you go on the internet to look up anything nowadays. So if you're trying to plan a vacation for yourself and, and your family members, uh, just knowing where to start. Yes, you know you want to go to, say, Jamaica. But how do you know of all the all-inclusive resorts, which one best fits your family's needs? Well, as a travel agent, I get some really great opportunities from suppliers who want us to sell their products. They give us discounts for our families and and customers. They provide um, some amenities that they will not get if they book online. And I don't know if people really know this, but a lot of times if you book through the discount um, online agencies is what they're called, a lot of times the the room that you get at that hotel is not going to be their nicest hotel because it's coming through a discount broker. They would prefer you um, work with a travel agent or book directly with their company as opposed to going through those discounts. And so those the rooms that I'm able to offer are going to be on the higher end of the hotel. When they know a travel agent is booking a, a, a hotel a room for a client, they try to do their best to either um, give them the best room in the category that they're looking for, and a lot of times we get free upgrades because we are partnering with them as travel agents to do that. Um, Some of the other things is we're there as your advocate. If something goes wrong when you get out of the country on your on your dream vacation, who are you going to call when you when you need help with an online agency? The one eight hundred number. I'm available all the time. I've had people not often, but I have had people that have had to call me from Mexico because they misunderstood what room category they had, or they even they thought they wanted to upgrade and didn't know that they could just work directly with the hotel 
or in situations where you may need to get out of the country because you've got a, a illness back at home or um, uh, something more treacherous, like we're dealing with some, you know, some bad situations around the world right now. How would you contact your online agency to help you under those circumstances? That's what we're there for is to make sure that your experience from the moment you get your ticket to the moment you get off that plane and that destination um, goes as it's supposed to go. And if not, then we're, we're here to help take care of that. And for that, you, it's, though there's no extra charge. I mean, like you said, our suppliers provide our income. They give us a commission. And uh, the, the customer doesn't have to worry about, um, you know, paying us. You know, there are some agencies out there that charge a fee, like for groups or, you know, large groups and destination weddings and that kind of thing. Um, because if a family does not travel, if you decide to cancel your reservation, then I don't get paid. Right. And so when it's when it's larger uh, a larger investment in time, some agencies do charge a charge a small fee. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have I actually have experienced all of those uh, issues <laughs> that you just <laughs> mentioned, and I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. We ha- uh, were going to go to New York a few years ago. We live in Seattle, and uh, it was January. We were going for a wine tasting, and uh, it snowed in New York, mm. and our flight was canceled. Right. But we had booked through one of the online agencies, who shall remain nameless. Um, so I called um, Alaska Airlines, and they said, absolutely, we would love to give you your money back, but you have to go through this online agency mm-hmm. because you booked through right. them. And right. then I called the hotel, which was, we had, we had bought, you know, the non-refundable uh, hotel room. And they said the same thing. They said, we, uh, we totally get it. We'll give you your money back, but you have to go through the agency that you booked through. So my right. husband, bless his heart, because he had made these arrangements, was on the phone for three hours yep. on hold waiting for these people and then they were like well we'll have to call you know the hotel and this that and the other thing and he said my wife's already done that um but sure go ahead but hurry up because i've been waiting you know right Um, so they did and they said oh yes we talked to her and yes we'll you know we'll be happy to refund the money but it was a miserable experience. And yes. uh, as we found out, if we had booked directly with those two people or even maybe through a travel agency, it would have been a much smoother process to get that result. Exactly. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. And I tell people all the time, you know, if you're just booking an airline ticket from Seattle to New York, that's air, it really is less expensive for you to do it online. Um, there are lots of airline deals out there. Go directly to the airline um, website itself, or you go through the discount folks that are that are available. But it's less expensive if you do it online. It, 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 we we don't make any money just booking airline tickets. That that is you know good, bad, or indifferent. We don't. Um, some agents will do an airline ticket for a customer that's been a customer for a long time. Um, but there's there's you know, it's just cheaper for you to do it by yourself. But if you're really talking about putting a hotel and air and some some tours together and you 
are doing a trip that really means a lot of investment financially, then you want to make sure that you've got somebody that's got your back. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, we've got to take a short break now. When we come back, secret strategies for a successful travel experience. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the eWomen Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for joining us. Back now with your host, Kate Fessler. Welcome back. You are listening to Change, Redefining Success. I'm Kate Fessler, and my guest today is travel expert Karen Duncan. Karen, the travel experience for the average person has changed quite a bit in the, in the last several years. It seems as if right. everything has gotten not only more expensive, but more crowded and, let's face it, less fun. At least the getting there and coming home portion of travel. What yeah. are some tips to help lessen the stress that so often comes with travel these days? Well, I'm so glad you asked me that because that's, that is one of the things my podcast is about, your bucket list buster, is trying to make travel stress less for people. So first of all, I would recommend that you find a travel professional that you don't mind working with that can help you. That takes a lot of the stress out because they're doing a lot of the work for you. The second thing is plan, plan in, in advance for things that may occur. Just like you were talking about before the break, you know, you had a three-hour wait because some flights were canceled. You know, if you're traveling with kids, just make sure you have snacks. Make sure you have alternative plans if you know that you're traveling in the wintertime and that's a possibility. Just prepare yourself for that. The other thing is you want, you, the other thing you want to do is if there is a travel club or a a club that you can buy into like the United Club or America Airlines Club where you can buy into it even if you're not a member, those those lounges are fantastic to get away from the crowd. Um, There is even one in Jamaica that we recommend for people called Club Mobe. That's a VIP. They walk you through security so you don't have to stand in the long line. And they take you to they take you to a lounge where they have food, free alcohol, and um, chair massages, just showers, the whole works. So those are options for you if you're going to go on vacation and you just kind of want to get away from. This sounds awful, but I say the commoners. 
but it makes you feel it it makes you feel first of all like you're on vacation early because you're doing something special for yourself and it gets you away from all the hustle and bustle that's going on when you're traveling internationally please get to the airport 3 hour 3 hours early we tell people that all the time they don't believe us because they don't want to be at the airport for 3 hours ahead of time but there are too many things that nowadays that can go wrong, too many changes that could be made that may need to be made, and you never know how long the security line's going to be. And if it's code red in security, then the lines are going to be extremely long because you're going to almost have to totally undress to get through uh, security. So those are those are some tips that I give people all the time. Take pack your patience with you along with your snacks. And just if you can, you know, get someone to pick you up from the house so that you don't have to worry about parking, do as much as you can do to make it a leisurely, fun experience from the minute you leave your house until you get to your destination. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the number one thing is to be able to just, if you can, find a travel professional that can work with you on some of those, those items. Absolutely, because especially if you don't travel often, those are some things that you probably wouldn't think about that your travel professional would suggest to you. Right, exactly. So two things that that I, so recently I just um, got the uh, global entry card. Oh, love it. I did too. Mm-hmm. And that really makes a difference. So, uh, you know, it's not cheap, uh, right. but a lot of credit cards offer to reimburse you it's a hundred dollars I think but I have a credit card that offered to reimburse me for it which they did and it gets you through the fast lane the TSA pre-check uh it at the airport and um that also makes your life a lot easier because there are some advantages to not having to take your shoes off or not having to take Mm -hmm. your laptop out although that whole laptop thing, and I don't know if you know anything more about this plan yeah, to I was people just, from. I, was just, we, I just uh, was doing my own podcast, and one of the things that I mentioned is they've decided right now for um, Britain, you're not going to have to take your, you can still take your laptop. So there's not a ban so far. Um, that's going to be a day-to-day situation, I can guarantee you, especially with what has happened recently um, with the the person's laptop that started smoking on the plane. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Oh, really? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it had nothing to do with terrorism or anything. Uh, The lithium battery overheated, and it started smoking, so they had to take everybody off the plane. And that's probably um, more concerned than anything else for Americans, but it is going to be a day-to-day basis with what is going on in in the world with with the laptops. And I'm really trying to figure out how they're going to do that because so many travelers need their laptops for work. I take my laptop every time I go anywhere. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah, but I I like global entry. I have global entry. I absolutely love global entry. And I'm kind of torn between telling people to go get it and not telling people to go get it because I don't want it. I don't want the global entry lines to be as long as the the other ones. (laughs) That's true. Sometimes they are. You're right. Um, The other thing that we do, because we take a lot of cruises, 
and we always, always, always build in at least one day ahead of time because yeah. we have been delayed so many times, especially if you're flying internationally, you know, and you yeah. have an overnight flight and they bump you to the next morning. If you were planning mm -hmm. to get there just and get on the ship, that's a problem. <laughs> that's very true. I, I also recommend that people flying in for cruises go in a day early, if at all possible, even if it's not international, especially during certain times of the year when we know that the weather can be bad. When you're flying in January to go anywhere, um, you know, we just never know what the weather's going to be like. So to try to get there on the same day just makes everything so much more stressful if you're worrying about missing connections or missing your, your ship. So if you go in a day early, then you just don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the airplane network is so convoluted these days that even if the mm -hmm. weather's fine where you are and where you're going, your plane may be coming from somewhere that has a blizzard. Yes. Right? Exactly. That is very, very true. Very true. So what are some of the more popular destinations and maybe some insider tips so people can have a better or more unique experience? You mentioned that club in Jamaica, which is a, mm -hmm. an awesome tip. What else can you tell us? Well, some of, some of the destinations that are really popular right now, it's summertime and every, this is when everybody is traveling. So um, the Caribbean is always a hot spot. Mexico, Jamaica, um, Belize is really hot right now. Dominican Republic is very hot right now. And then over in um, Hawaii, Hawaii is very good, is, is another hot spot for families, multi-generational. Then we've got Italy is, is Italy, Ireland, um, Paris, believe it or not, is still very popular. People are still going to London. Mm -hmm. And then Dubai. Dubai is huge um, on people's bucket list and, and going. Then yeah, the other it's piece, on mine. <laughs> yeah. And the other, the other piece is river cruising is huge, whether you're doing the U.S. river cruises with American Cruise Line or the European cruise, cruises, um, doing the Danube and, and that type of thing. So those are hot, hot right now, really hot. For, the, for, you know, there are people that are afraid to go international right now because of what's going on. So the national parks, because last year was the, was the centennial for the national parks, they are seeing a lot of visitors um, this year. Mm -hmm. And people are staying a little closer to home, and they're still doing Orlando and, you know, Vegas. Everybody does Vegas all the time. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people. <laughs> well, it's so easy to get to, and there's everything there that you could possibly want. Exactly, exactly. But some, let's see some other other tips. Um, there is a um, organization called Tour Local where if you don't, if you're not on a ship, or even if you are, um, there are some local tour guides that have formed an organization, mainly in the Caribbean, where they have been certified um, through their um, tourism boards, and they offer wonderful tours of their destinations. And they are historians that give you some wonderful tours uh, around their destinations. The other is and one of the one of the shows that I'm be talking about is escorted tours. I never would have gone um, 
I never would have had the experience in Europe that I had had I not done an escorted tour. And there's just so much to see in a destination like Europe in different places in Europe. I was in Prague and um, and Slovakia. We did uh, Budapest and some others in Eastern uh, Eastern uh, Europe. But to be able to take the east the the tour guides that are born there, they're trained there, and they know the the ins and outs and the little nuances about the destination that you just cannot find necessarily if you're trying to do it on your own. Um, most people don't think escorted tours are for them because they they visualize a, a bus full of fifty passengers, old people, you know, <laughs> exactly. going from place to place. <laughs> And I thought the same thing, but but escorted tours are becoming more multi generational. Um, you you do maybe one tour a day in a destination. You stay overnight in most destinations, so you actually get a chance to take a tour, a, a guided tour, and then the rest of the time you're kind of on your own to eat local, to visit different attractions that you may want to see. But you've had that escorted tour experience that takes you around the whole area and then if you want to go back to something on your own you you get an opportunity to go and spend some more time and that really has been um very eye-opening for me as a as a travel agent to be able to offer that to people so that you really do get a taste of where it is that you're you're going to Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that people hire someone to give them a tour of the destination. That's a great tip. Yeah. One of your specialties is seminars at sea. For right. our business people out here, I've always wanted to do a workshop on a cruise ship, and I, I think it's kind of a fantasy of a lot of people to do it. What's involved in that, and how do you help get that organized? That is one of the easiest ways to have a meeting that you could ever, ever imagine. You know how easy cruising is. Mm-hmm. You know, you, everything is done for you. And the same thing happens when you do a seminar at sea. You don't have to pay for the room, the meeting space, whereas a lot of times if you're having a conference or a meeting someplace at a hotel, you've got to pay for the room. You've got to pay for um, a certain amount of food and beverage. You've got to pay for the... Um, uh, electronic equipment, so on and so forth. The cruise lines have have got it gotten it down to a fine science. And what what they do is, soon as you decide that you're going to do this and you book your you hold your room space, then you can start talking to their events department about what type of meeting or meeting space you may need. And you can do multiple days. And what they do is they hold the space for you. Um, you tell them if if you're going to need a big room or a smaller room, conference room versus one of their um, club areas, because you can they use all of the ship, all of their common areas except for the atriums and the poolside, well, even the poolside sometimes for meeting oh, yeah. space. So even if even if your group wanted to do an outside party and it's in a certain area out by the pool, you could do that, and they just kind of fit your meeting meetings in with their itinerary of what's going on in the ship because a lot of times those rooms are available during the day um, and they're but they use them at night mm-hmm. so then they arrange for 
food, if you need food to be offered there, if you need a tech person to help you with um, the electronics, um, and they just really make it really easy, really easy. You can bring um, items on board. Uh, there's a process for you to, you know, if you wanted to, to bring gift bags or if you have your own equipment. We did a jazz cruise on a ship a couple of years ago, and we had a house band that we brought as part of the uh, jazz cruise. And oh. so they helped us with our our musicians bringing their equipment on board. And they, it's just really easy. I, I would say if you're going to do that, working with a travel agent to be your liaison between um, yourself and the cruise line is definitely highly recommended because there are a lot of details that go into it that you might not understand. And as when you have when you have a life of doing other things as your profession, just go ahead and let the professionals do it. But it's it really is a great opportunity for people. And and if you thought about doing it. I highly recommend that you do it because people will follow you on a ship. They will follow you on a cruise because they get to, they get a chance to take a vacation at the same time that they're attending a meeting. So you might as well go ahead and do it, and it really doesn't cost that much more. You can do a four- or five-day cruise and have the same kind of meeting experience that you would if you were having it at a hotel someplace. Yeah, and then people do get the travel experience, which is, you know, yeah what I always thought was a pretty attractive reason for doing it. So it Absolutely. sounds like it's simpler than I thought. So we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, let's do that. So you have your own podcast on the EWN yes. Podcast Network, your bucket list mm -hmm. buster, which you mentioned before. Uh, tell us about that. When is it on and how can people find you? We are on, I say we, it's just me. I'm on Thursdays at 2 o'clock, and it's your bucket list buster on E uh, Women Network um, on Block Talk Radio. I also have a Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 all being your bucket list buster. And this is so that you can start checking off your bucket list or to give you tips and ideas to make your travel experiences less stressful. Um, we talk about destinations. We talk about types of travel. We talk about special needs travel. We have guests from the industry. The best part is, you know, I have suppliers that I work with, so they come on and talk about their different products and specialties and promotions that they may be offering and things that, you know, that you need to know about what they're doing, and then um, I have—I even have just guests, people that I know that have checked off a trip on their bucket list. I had a friend that just recently went to Dubai. It was—it was she, her sister, and her boyfriend. They went to Dubai, so they came on and talked about their experiences, their misconceptions, their surprises, what they did, and how well the trip went. And, you know, just it's just all about travel, anything about travel. I love it. I love talking about travel all the time. Yeah, me too. I could probably talk to you for the <laughs> next two hours, but we're almost out of time. So oh, no. it's time for the question I ask all my guests. What is one book or resource that changed your life that you'd recommend to people? Well, there's two. I thought about it real quick. One, the first one was I went to an entrepreneur expo 
when I was trying to figure out what it was I wanted to do with my life. And that's where I discovered what I wanted to do or how I wanted to get into travel. That's how I learned about find what you would do for free. What is it, what is it that you're passionate about? Mm-hmm. And the, to piggyback on that, some 22 years later, I took an online course by Deepak Chopra called Synchro Destiny that talks about how if you are living your passion, living your dream, and really in tune to the universe and how um, God and the universe talk to you and guide you, we look at them as coincidences, but it's not a coincidence. Those are things that are directing you in the path that you should be going. And that's what happened right before I started um, Awaday or Adventures with Autism, Down Syndrome, and Epilepsy as I was uh, contemplating my next move with um, the travel industry. And I, things just happened. It just clicked. When I started, the, I got my 501c3 within 90 days. Nobody does that. But I was, was going to say, that's really fast. It, was, no, it never happens for people like that from what I understand. I've heard nightmares. But it, it, I started to meditate, and I started to really try to, you know, think, really be in tune to what I'm supposed to be here for, what my purpose is. And as I concentrate on that and focus on living in the present um, and doing what I love, things just work out. Things are working out the way they're supposed to, and I'm, and I love it. Brilliant. Yeah, Deepak Chopra's books are, I think all of them are, are well worth looking into, but. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, t- I couldn't agree more with what you just said. So if people want to get in touch with you, maybe have you help them book travel, organize a seminar at sea or a family reunion or find out more about our day, uh, how would they do that? They can call me at 512-252-8919, or you can find me at yourbucketlistbuster at gmail.com or on Facebook, Your Bucket List Buster. Just Google Your Bucket List Buster. You'll find me, Karen Duncan. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Karen. It was fun. I, I Again, like I said, one of my favorite subjects. We could talk for hours. but uh, Well, we'll have to continue this. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. I could seriously talk about travel for hours. Travel and real estate. Don't get me started. I hope you enjoyed today's show and got some good info from it. If there's a topic you're interested in hearing about, leave a comment on the show page and let me know. If you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, click on the link on the show page and fill out the survey and we'll see if it's a good fit. Next week, my guest will be Bryn Johnson. With Bryn, it's all about careers, connections, and coffee. In the first 20 years of her career, she evolved from working in the Wellesley College Placement Office to serving as Director of Global Consulting at Monster.com. In 2010, to further her career adventures, Bryn left corporate America and started her own business, helping individuals put the best version of themselves into the marketplace to identify the next right career move. Sometimes that means navigating your career development path at your current organization. Sometimes that equates to finding a new workplace to call home. Bryn's company is about giving your career a much needed jolt through coaching, a personalized networking strategy, or a revised digital persona and online personal brand. 
I hope you'll join us. Until then, here's to your authentic first-class life. I'm Kate Fessler. Thanks for listening to Change, Redefining Success. I'm Sandra Yancey, CEO and founder of eWomen Network. We invite you to listen to all of our EWN podcast hosts at ewnpodcastnetwork.com.